Delta Phi Alpha. Alpha Kappa Alpha. Kappa Alpha Psi. Omega Psi Phi. Delta Sigma Theta. Phi Beta Sigma. Theta Phi Beta. Sigma Gamma Rho. Iota Phi Theta. Hi, this is Eric, and joining me on this episode of Greekly Speaking is Angel Wallace, who is from Miami, Florida. She is a senior attending Florida A&M University in Tallahassee, Florida. She plays saxophone and is majoring in music with a minor in psychology. And she is also a proud member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. Angel, welcome to Greekly Speaking. So how did you hear about the podcast? I'm a very avid Instagram user, and so I was scrolling through my timeline, and I just happened to see that you were advertising, like, your podcast, and I just got into podcasts recently, so I downloaded, like, the whole app on my phone and whatnot. I had saw that you were looking for interviews for people who um, were members of the Divine Nine, and you wanted to interview people on how they got into their respective organizations and what made them join and how it's inspired them. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I want to do that. So here we are today. Now I'm kind of impressed because you've done a little (laughs) bit of homework. (laughs) And, 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 you know, with your being a senior uh, in college, uh, you're used to completing these assignments. So um, hats off to you. And I will say you hold the prestigious honor of being one of our charter members of the Greekly speaking fraternity slash sorority, okay? <laughs> so Ooh, you are the first um, member of Zeta Phi Beta to appear on the show. So uh, people will know your name when they're studying the history, okay? Oh, I feel honored. Oh, that is cool. So, hey, let's go ahead and just jump into it. I definitely want to learn a little bit about your Greek experience. But first of all, you're a senior attending Florida A&M. What made you decide to go with uh, FAMU? Uh, Well, I've been playing the saxophone for over 10 years now. Um, My former high school band director is a FAMU alum, and he was a member of the Marching 100 When I first started applying for different colleges, at first going to an HBCU, I was kind of a little skeptical because I have albinism, which is a genetic condition where someone lacks pigment in the hair, skin, or eyes. And I have been mistaken many times for being white, and I am African-American. Really? Oh, yeah. And so for me, it was kind of like I was a little scared because I didn't know how I was going to be received in the FAMU community. And after talking with my mom, I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. I'm not sure. And she was just like, you know, go for it. Like, and plus they were offering me the most money because I got through on a band scholarship. I auditioned, I applied, I went for it. I got accepted to FAMU and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I've seen like a lot of the notable alumni. The music program at FAMU is second to none one of the best programs that I've ever been a part of. Um, I'm a member of the Marching 100 and these last three years being a part of that have just been amazing, an awesome experience. Um, pretty life-changing if you ask me. So choosing FAMU from three years ago, that's one of the best decisions that I've ever made and I can't wait to receive my degree. Tell me again, uh, the name of the, the condition that you said you had? Uh, Albinism. 
albinism. You know, yes. I think what you call a condition, I think really is the cure for a lot of stuff that's going on right now. <laughs> you know, you know, because <laughs> people need to just stop looking at the whole color concept. But that's another podcast. <laughs> so we go, <laughs> we, we go to, we go to jump into. Uh, a little bit more. I was going to ask if you were part of the band because I used to live in Florida a while back and um, mm-hmm. I've had the, the the pleasure of just getting just totally entertained by the Marching 100 and um, some of the halftime stunts that y'all will pull, man, it, it was just embarrassing for the other school. It, it was just crazy. <laughs> it, you know, it kind of starts off with the Rattlers will strike, strike and strike again. Right. And man, I remember one thing they did to a school that for whatever reason, they had a band that had like electric instruments plugged up. Mm-hmm. Fam, you marches out second at halftime, and they say, "Hey, you know this performance is brought to you by the Marching One Hundred, and by the way, no extension cords will be used for this performance." <laughs> and it was just crazy. So, well, hats off to you for making that band squad because I know it's not an easy um, thing to do. They're very selective. Definitely. And they throw down. And so you play saxophone, huh? Yes. That is awesome. So you get to FAMU, and obviously something attracted you about the whole Greek thing. Did you have any Greek influences in your in your life? Well, um, I'm actually one of the first, well, I'm, I'm the first member of my family to even make it this far into college, and I'll be the first to receive a degree so nobody in my inner circle, as far as my immediate family is concerned, none of them knew about Greek life. You've heard like a few names bounced around, but they didn't really know, know about the D9. I have a cousin who's a Sigma. Um, I didn't really express interest in it my freshman year because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, they're Greek. Okay. They think they're better than everybody. Like that's that's literally the mindset I had, and all I knew was just get out the way when Nucky Few Buck came on, because if not, <laughs> you don't get knocked down. <laughs> and so, I didn't really start like attending events and getting interested until maybe my sophomore year. And it's funny because I actually wanted to join another organization because I was like, well, they're the most prestigious. And I was talking to my mom about it. And she was like, well, you need to either do this or that because they got the most members and they're the most prestigious and they got this and da-da-da-da-da. And I looked at it and as I did more research and as I studied, you know, what it involved, what made the members want to join the respective organizations. And as I started paying attention to the different chapters on FAMU's campus and even going to a few events, It helped me single out that, you know, this fit is not really good for me. I I don't know how I really feel about it. And we have an event called Pillow Talk where it's pretty much like all the girls gather around in their pajamas and we just have girl talk about college, relationships, life. And so I saw the flyer on Instagram and I was like, you know, I think I'm going to go to that and stuff. And at this time, I was just getting over like having really bad anxiety And so it was really hard for me to like communicate and get out there and like make new friends and talk to people. And when I went to the event, it was the first time that I had met any of the Zetas and they were just so welcoming and accommodating. And they were like, hey, hey, sign your name on the list and come in. And at first I was really nervous and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, I, I just, I felt almost intimidated kind of 
but the welcoming presence they had in the fact that they said hi, they asked for my name. Oh, what's your name? What major are you? Oh, you're in the band. Oh, that's cool. That's great. And so it, it put me at ease a little bit and it made me want to come back for more. And so I had a friend from band who is now my line sister. She pulled me aside one day at a party and she was like, hey, um, did you get the emails for such and such? And I was just like, oh my God, why are you doing this? And she was like, really, really want you to come. And so she signed me up to get all the emails for all the events that the chapter was having. And so then I started going to them, especially well into the spring. And I think the thing that attracted me the most is that they remembered my name. And I was like, oh my gosh, they bothered to remember my name and that I'm in the band. Like, it made me feel like I was being treated more than just an interested member. Like they saw me as a regular student at FAMU who just so happened to come to their events and was interested in their organization. It felt like I was being treated as, you know, hey, you're one of us. And that's what really attracted me to Zeta. And as I did my research and I found that their views aligned more with what I was looking for out of an organization and what I was looking for out of life in general. That's what made me decide, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go for it. I prayed about it. I talked to my mom about it. Um, I talked to a few close friends like, hey, you know, is this, even my cousin, I didn't tell him at first because everybody was like, be discreet, be discreet. And so I was just like, I'm not going to tell him anything. He found out through somebody else and he was like, so I heard you were interested in the Zetas. And I was like, huh, I don't know what you're talking about. But we sat down and we talked about it. And he told me what is expected of members of the Divine Nine and how you can make a contribution to your community and to society. And so Zeta had that legacy and that rich history of all the things that we've done in the past since 1920 that made me decide, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go for it. This is what I want. This is what aligns with my core values and beliefs. And here I am today, one year and almost two months later. You know, you are a very articulate young lady and it, I try. you do research and I'm impressed that you not only researched the sorority, but you also did a self-assessment to make sure that the sorority's principles aligned with your own. So what semester and year did you actually cross? I crossed spring 2019. Spring 2019. And how many people were on the line? There's 29 of us. 29? 29. Okay. And what's the name of the chapter? The Gamma Alpha chapter. Gamma Alpha. What number were you? I'm number 18. What was the name of the line and what was your line name? Um, we are 29 Drama. My line name is Looney Tunes because I'm like the goofiest out of everybody. Like I have those moments where I inadvertently make people laugh and I don't even realize what I did, but it's kind of like a, Angel, you so funny, bruh. And I just go with it, you know, and it's grown on me. Like I'm, I'm very in tune with my personality. Okay, I see what you did there in tune with. Okay, all right. I love it. I love it. What kind of community service projects would you say your chapter is most known for in that Tallahassee area? Hmm. 
Well, one of the community projects that we're definitely most known for, of course, we do March of Dimes. We have Relay for Life annually. We have a breast cancer walk that we participate in every October. We have different fundraisers that we do in the fall and spring, and it goes towards Relay for Life. Our community service and our Z Hope is always a year-round thing. So we have different events that go on. We volunteer at the Kearney Center. We have clothing drives. We have Thanksgiving drive. We have a Christmas drive every single year. Um, a few of us actually participated in a Toys for Tots type event for Christmas, and we donated either Christmas gifts or money, and it went to specific children in the Tallahassee area. Like you were able to get a card and whatever that child wanted for Christmas or whatever clothes they wanted, you were able to see this is for this particular kid. And so a few of us, we participated in that along with holding our own social events as well to get to know everyone throughout the FAMU community and be in tune with the whole entire campus. Well, that's cool, you know, because a lot of the organizations have national initiatives, right? It's good when you get to affect change in your community, when you know that something is going to someone who lives in the city where you live, right? And you can see that impact. Also, people can witness the good that you do. How large is your chapter? Well, we just released the Centennial Intake class, which was 42 members. The chapter is well over 50 sorors. That, that's impressive. Okay. So what are you ladies doing to remain close, I guess, with this whole COVID situation going on? I, I know a lot of people are Zooming left and right, but is that a challenge for you or is it still pretty much business as usual? One of the things that we've definitely done as far as the sisterhood aspect was concerned was we did daily check-ins with each other. Our advisors, they stay in contact with us to make sure that all of us are okay. You know, some of us have been really affected by this. Some people have had family members who tested positive for COVID-19 and it's affected like their entire family circle. And so daily check-ins, making sure everyone was okay, making sure people were being safe, practicing social distancing, practicing proper hygiene, you know, wear your mask, wear your gloves, carry hand sanitizer with you. And even after we brought our new members in, we we didn't want there to be a disconnect to where they were the new members and were the old heads and We didn't want that type of disconnect to happen within the chapter. So we definitely integrated ourselves with them so that they would feel comfortable around us and see us as sisters and not just, oh, that's my profile. You know, we didn't want that to happen. And so we definitely check in with them from time to time. A lot of them have went home because of the COVID-19 pandemic and a lot of them have had to move off campus and go back and reside with their families. So definitely making sure that everyone is okay. And even now with all of the racial unrest that's going on in the world, there are so many of us that's out there protesting, that's out there speaking up and standing in solidarity with the entire Black Lives Matter movement. And we definitely wanna stay involved. We don't want it to just be that this has happened and no one is saying anything or speaking up. And so with the protesting and everything that's been going on, we definitely want to make sure that everyone in our chapter and even within FAMU is safe and sound and practicing 
social distancing still, but at the same time, speaking up and standing in solidarity. It's hard to be in a community and not be affected by what impacts that community, right? And if you see something, say something, you know, you have a voice, use it. You know, what what you say with that voice is, is up to you, but being a part of the conversation, I think is the key. So I commend you for being aware that something is going on and knowing how you feel about it and, and, and saying something about it. So that, that that's really impressive. We see how you ladies are impacting the community, but personally, what impact would you say Zeta has had on your life or just being Greek in general? I've been Greek for a year and some change now. My Zetaversary just passed. It was on April the 14th of this year. And I can say that I've gained a lot of personal and professional help just being a Zeta this overall year. It gave me the confidence I need to hold my head up when I walk in a room. It gave me the confidence I need to speak my mind and not be shy about it. It gave me 28 other sisters. I, I didn't, I'm not really that close with some of my immediate family members. And so we talk with each other all the time. We talk to each other every single day. And even those that have graduated and they're now moving on to the, their future endeavors, it's not a we leave and just forget about Zeta type thing. We've definitely kept that bond, that sisterhood amongst all of us together. And that's one of the things that I can say I really appreciate about Zeta because that is one of the main reasons I joined was for sisterhood. Um, Zeta's also made me more in tune with what's going on in the community and what I can do either as my, either by myself or even with my chapter and organization. What can I do to make a difference? Especially now, we may not be doing everything as a chapter, as a whole, but to just know that I can go out there and protest, to I can help put together bags for anyone that is standing out there protesting, to know that I can speak up and say something, it, it gave me that sense of activism and it gave me that sense of wanting to do something to progress our community forward. And that's what we're founded on. That's what all of our organizations are founded on. And that's what all of our founders wanted. And so to keep that legacy and that spirit going, that's something that has motivated me to not only be the best Zeta that I can be, but to be the best version of myself with or without my letters on. And that's something that I appreciate. That's something that I'm thankful for. And yeah, I'm, I'm really happy about it. And I don't let the light go out. <laughs> I hear you. Keep it on at all times. So last question for me. If you knew someone who was thinking about joining a, a sorority or even a fraternity, what advice would you give them before they make their decision? Hmm. Well, being on the college campus now, because, you know, times change, people change, the way we look at Greek life changes. Being on a college campus now, I would definitely say to anyone who is interested in joining a fraternity or sorority is to find, find your tribe. I, I had a dean from the school that I'm in with my major 
she made a quote and she said that she's a delta by the way she made a quote and she said that your vibe attracts your tribe and mm. I, most important thing for anyone who's interested in joining a fraternity or sorority is to find that tribe find the right fit i see a lot of people who they're interested in certain organizations because of the name they have because of the weight they carry and when they get there, when they cross those sands, they find that it's not all it's cracked up to be and it's not that good of a fit for them. And so they sit there with those years of regret, like, dang, I should have did this or dang, I should have did that, you know? And so being young, impressionable college students, I would say research is very important. A lot of people take it for granted, but research is very important. And not only research, but also interacting with the chapter members of that particular organization on campus. Because the organization as a whole is great. All of our organizations are. But that chapter might not be a good fit for you. It might not be where you need to be. So it's definitely very important that you interact with the chapter members, see what they're about, see if that's what you want to associate yourself with because you're going to be tied to it for the rest of your life until the day you die. So it's very important to have that mindset as you go into possibly joining a Greek lettered organization. And even after you join, even after you get your letters, even after you get pinned, keep an open mindset throughout your journey through college, after graduation, in your respective graduate chapters, keep an open mindset, you know, and be the change, be the change, make an impact, make a difference, do something great. Always have ideas, always have fresh ideas, always be impressionable. Know that someone out there, a small child, a college student, your friend, your brother, your sister, someone out there is looking at you and the way you act, the way you carry yourselves, the brand that you have across your chest. And even when you don't have those letters on, someone is looking at you and the way you present yourself is what's going to leave that impression, even for someone else who's interested in Greek life. So that's definitely the advice that I would want to leave with someone who um, expressed interest in joining a fraternity or sorority. Those are great words of wisdom for someone who says they're a year and a half into this whole Greek thing. Don't spend all your money on paraphernalia because it's very expensive. Most definitely. Well, you know, I, I think it's great that you've got um, such a great perspective of not only uh, Greek life as it pertains to your organization, but also when you look at it from a campus-wide perspective as well, because Definitely, there are different tribes, and I love that quote. You have to know where you fit, and I think that's the thing. You function best when you, when you fit. fit in, right? So that that's very insightful of you. I think you're you're wise beyond your years. Now, I've not heard you play saxophone, so I can't speak to the uh, <laughs> to the uh, I'm current, good. to the current uh, faculty in the music department, but. That psychology department at FAMU must be on their A-game because you look at things from a whole analytical perspective and, and that's good. That's good. What, what's your next big thing or your big project? After I graduate from FAMU, my plans are to go into graduate school and have a dual focus on music performance and music therapy. 
Um, my overall plan is I want to have my own music therapy practice, but I don't want it to just be in one set location. I want it to be like a chain wide thing and just have a music practice business here, a music therapy practice business there. And I just, I, I want it to be like nationwide type okay. thing, overall goal. So you want to drop albums every week and then allow people to walk in off the street and just tone it down. If somebody says something crazy to you, I could just walk in, whoo, woo-sa, and I, I walk out I, feeling refreshed, right? Right. I think one of the things that I've gathered the most during my time at FAMU, especially being a minor in psychology, is that mental health, especially within the Black community, is very, very important. and in the conversations I've had with my peers, with my professors, and even with my parents and other family members and friends, I feel we take it for granted a lot. Um, we don't treat it seriously like we should. We ignore depression and just treat it like it's a chronic sadness, like, oh, just go to church and you'll be okay. And while religion and spirituality are very good tools to use to help you cope, there's so much more to mental health than that. And I feel like it's ignored a lot, especially with people of color. And there's a lack of cultural competence when we interact with people in the healthcare system. And there's a lot of disparities. And because of how I believe in the power of music, I feel that it can change that. And so I want my overall goal and accomplishment is that I want it to affect the young African-American community. I want to put it in the inner city areas. I want to take it back home to Miami, Florida, because I want it to be something that it gives young people, young and old people, a way to cope healthily, and it gets the conversation going. Because I feel that's where we lack, is the conversation never gets going. We shut it down as soon as it comes up, and it doesn't need to be shut down. It needs to be talked about. You hit the nail on the head. You. I, I don't believe that you're as young as you are. I, I think you've been here before. Miami, Florida, watch out because Angel Wallace is coming back and, and it's going to be a, a great thing. I already see it. You know, it's so refreshing to be connected with our youth that are so in tune with what's going on and what's needed. So I wish you the best of success. If you ever get to the point where you're ready to launch this thing, be sure to come back and reach out to us, okay, so we can help Thank you promote you. whatever you got going on. Um, you got a fan. And like I said, I don't know if you play saxophone. I mean, I didn't hear a single note played, but that's okay. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll check you out on the March at 100, maybe on YouTube, but you guys are throwing down. So, Angel, so happy that you joined us today. And uh, we appreciate that young, fresh take on, on Greek life from your perspective. You're doing some great things there with the Gamma Alpha chapter of Zeta Phi Beta. And I wish you nothing but success as you wrap up your tenure at FAMU. All righty. Thank All you right. for having me. You too. Bye.